Thank you for listening to another episode of Pin the Q Podcast. We're preserving the culture and traditions of the fire service is our priority. For more information, visit www.pintheq.com and subscribe to Pin the Q Productions on YouTube. It's our honor to showcase the best of the bravest. Brennan. I uh, work for Salem Fire Department, Salem, Massachusetts. Um, uh, this coming week, be eight years on the job. Nice. Uh, um, I come from second generation. My dad just retired uh, a year and a half ago. That was he out of this house? Yeah, he, he retired out of this house. Oh, that's in, awesome. Five, so. what, what's it like for you to be in a house that your dad was at? It's pretty cool, man, you know. I, you know first time I ever worked same shift with him was uh, two years into my being hired and I took an overtime worked the same shift with him that's it was, awesome it was uh, Father's Day was that, first, that's amazing bro. first shift ever worked together was Father's Day you know earlier when we sat at the table we were just talking you know one of the things you mentioned was how much you love this job and what it means to you I mean that that right there is a, is a memory you always have yep you know the work of your dad yep on Father's Day oh yeah that's pretty awesome yep so you started eight years ago. Yep. Tell me what it's been like for you. What has this ride been for you? Well, it's been cool, man. Every day is a different day, you know? You come to work, you know, it doesn't even feel like work. You know, I did private sector stuff 15 years. It took me to get this job, you know? Right. Dedication, hard work, keep taking the test, everything else, you know? But, you know, after 15 years, I finally got the luck, you know, got the opportunity to become a firefighter and every day that I've showed up for the past eight years it doesn't even feel like work it's you know every day is a different day it's pretty cool talk to me about the brotherhood what does it mean to you because we throw this word around a lot what does it mean to you I'll tell you what I've never had a job that I've ever worked my whole entire life that the first day on the job it's like being inducted into a family you know what I mean like these guys that I work with they got your back no matter what. I could call them up tomorrow and be like, hey, I'm moving a couple of things. Can you come help me out? And they'd be like, yep, we'll be right there. You know, hold the pot and be, you know, give you a hand, you know. Right. And it's, they lay down the life, you know what I mean? They, they got your back in hairy situations and everything else. It's pretty cool, you know. What, what do you tell someone from the outside that's not on the job? Like, how do you explain what you do to them? It's, you know, I 100% born and raised in Salem. I lived here all my life, you know, 42 years old. You know, and 
it's a sense of giving back to your community, working in the same community that you grew up in, you know? Absolutely. And you've seen these trucks go by you when you were a little kid, and now you get to ride on them, you know? And it's like, right. it's like a dream come true, you know? It's awesome. What would you say to someone right now that's looking to get on the fodder farm of Salem and they can't get on right away? Like, what do you tell them? I just say that you just got to go take the test, take the civil service test, and uh, you might not get it right away. You just got to keep trying and trying. But in the meantime, you got to live your life and you got to do something. You can't just sit here and wait for the job to come to you, you know. You'll get the opportunity when it's right, you know. And that's, so just keep that grind. That's it, yeah. you know. Good things come to those who wait, you know. That is true, my friend. Talk to me about your greatest experience so far in your eight years. I know it's a hard question because I'm sure a lot of good experiences have been for you, but what's your greatest you think in eight years? You know, some some of the greatest experiences I've had so far is, you know, I got three young kids at home, you know, under the age of 10. So it's like, you know, kids who come in and do fight department tours, you know, all they want to do is climb with the trucks. And I love the kids, it's pretty cool, you know what I mean? To see their face and the way they glow and, right. you know, jumping on a truck, running, running around, you know, I mean, Sometimes we go and do fire drills and stuff, and it's cool that like I get to go to the school where my kids are, and like they see me doing the fire drill and stuff like that. It's pretty cool, you know. That is awesome, man. You know. So talk to me about the academy for you. What was that experience like for you? Academy was tough, man. You know, I mean, I was in somewhat good shape at the time, you know, but it can never prepare. You know, now you start doing some live burns and stuff like that. It's pretty crazy. The stuff that you learn in the academy. And then by the time you get out of the academy, it's the most you'll ever know about the job. You know what I mean? Right then, fresh out of the academy, you know? And right. It's pretty cool. It's awesome. If you could say something to your brothers uh, and they weren't in the room, what would you say to them? Well, if my, if, you know, my brothers were in the room right now or anything else, I'd just say, you know, if you ever need my, my help or anything, I'm the FI, you know? Whatever you need, I got you back, you know? LT, yeah, want to right. tell about who you are? Uh, Lieutenant Tom Brophy from uh, obviously the Witch City Fire. Uh, I've been doing this for 21 years. I uh, started out in fire alarm, then gone on the job, taking the civil service exam. Uh, my old man was a deputy chief, retired. He uh, did 38 years, so oh, wow. kind of following his footsteps. That's awesome. Talk to me about that. Like, let's talk about the, the legacy firefighting. I mean, legacy firefighting is awesome. Um, I, I feel like it's such a big part of the firefighting community. You know, talk to me about what was it like for you to see your, your old man and now you following his footsteps? Uh, just, you know, growing up, I, I remember being in school and the fire station being down the street and, and every time you heard sirens, I had to go to the window and watch the fire trucks go by where the teachers would get pretty, uh, Pretty mad. So, right, right. A teacher came in one time and said, "Hey, you know, let him, let him see his dad drive by." Oh, that's awesome. You know, just going to the fire station, you know, seeing him. And I used to have my mother drive me to fires and do a little sparking. And <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> but uh, you know, just to me, he was my my hero. You know, and, right. and that's something I always wanted to do. And here I am. LT, talk to me about um, what this job means to you personally. Personally, it, uh, everything. Honestly, it's uh, I absolutely love this job. I 
eat and breathe it and I mean everything you know coming to work I wish I could come to work more right um, but uh, you know you, you, I get that tingle up my my back when coming to work and you know get called for a fire or, Right. You know, it just, if, if it's an unbelievable feeling. Right. I mean, it's just the greatest job on earth. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. By far, by far, yeah. So some of our viewers that watch the show aren't firefighters, you know, so uh, we're trying to teach them about the culture, traditions of the fire service. You know? Sure. Talk to, talk to me a little bit about what the kitchen means to you. Uh, well, we try to solve all our problems there, and, you know, it's, uh, you know, a lot of people don't realize it, but this is our second family. Right. And, you know, people go through a lot of stuff at home and, you know, in life in general. Uh, just talking about, you know, you know, their kids growing up or their own personal problems or, you know, I might have something I need to vent or, right. I mean, everything is at that table from fires to knowledge to, you know, trying to take care of things, make it better, you know, make the day better and keep on moving forward. Don't you love that uh, you, you can come in and have a bad day, sit at that table for like 10 minutes and instantly your mood changes and- Oh and God, you, yeah, you yeah. If, if I, <laughs> and you know, being an Irish stubborn guy, it's, uh, I get moody. So <laughs> my, my other uh, partner, Ray, he usually gives me a swift kick, you know, right, right. and that wakes me up. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, this, this city, what does it mean to you? I mean, this is, this is such a cool city with such a great amount of history. Oh God. Yeah. The, it's, it's unbelievable. It's, it's grown so much. Uh, I grew up on Gallows Hill and right next to my parents' backyard was, uh, where they hung the witches. No and, kidding. Uh, yeah. And, uh, just seeing it over the years grow and grow and, you know, I'm proud to be a, a Salem firefighter. You know, right, that's right. all, it's something I always wanted to do and here I am and, and uh, it's it's pretty cool. It's uh, what, What's the tourism like here? I mean, it's gotta be oh, nut, nuts. Oh, it's out of control. They, they usually start a Halloween parade the first Thursday night and every weekend it's jam-packed. Right, right. Do you, do you have a lot of people stopping by the firehouse and wanting to see the house, like firemen from other, other states? Oh, God, yeah. We're, yeah. We always welcome them in. You know, we do T-shirts and patches and stuff like that. And, you know, it's it's great to see where everybody's from and, you know, uh, getting to know people, you know, people from other cities and towns you become really good friends with down the road. And, Absolutely. And. Uh, the stories are just, <laughs> they're unbelievable. Man. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, one, one of the things I'll tell you, um, you know, from an outsider coming into your city and your firehouse, I mean, when I stopped at the main station today, nobody knows anything about me and, and you know, I didn't know any of you guys, but the, the immediate bond that's developed and, you know, that friendship that's built from, from nothing is what makes the fire service so amazing. You know, you just walk into the firehouse and within two second conversation, it's like, come on in, take a look. Hey, this is this, you know, let me give you a tour. Let me show you the place like that. That I think what sets our job apart from a lot of other jobs. Oh, absolutely. You know, so I use, come in and, uh, you know, check it out the place, you know, yeah. love to, you know, talk to everybody coming in and, yeah. you know, like I said, seeing where they're from and what they do and how they do things and just welcome people in. That's what we want in, in Salem, you know. Want you to come in and say hi and, you know, maybe buy a shirt or something. <laughs> yeah. The one cool thing about uh, this show is the opportunity to meet guys like yourself, Lou, and then, you know, guys in the house and in different fire departments throughout the, you know, throughout the state and, and you, know, the, you know, the U.S. But it's sitting in that kitchen, you know, when the camera's off, 
and being able to have a conversation, just a couple of firemen together, is just so awesome. And uh, it's such a privilege to me to be able to, to do that type of thing, you know. That, that, it's, it's unbelievable. And, you know, people like yourself, uh, we, we need this. You know, people need to learn, the new guys need to learn uh, how things are done. And, you know, that kitchen table is, it's something that's yeah. holy. <laughs> it, it really is holy, yeah, that's for sure. So, as a lieutenant, um, I always like to talk to guys uh, about what you expect out of your brand new firefighters. So you get a brand new guy signed to your house, right? He's brand new boot. Oh yeah. What do you expect from him or, I, her, or her? What do you expect? I, honestly, I, I expect a lot, but I, I expect that they learn the job, you know, keep their mouth shut, <laughs> I hate to say that, but, you know, absorb everything. Two Be years, big, one mouth, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Be a big sponge. Right, absolutely. You know, learn from the senior guys. Right. You know, I've learned so much over the years of, you know, how this, this guy would do it or that guy or some guy would show me a better way of doing things. And I can't stress enough is, you know, just listen, take everything in and uh, listen to the old guys. They're trying to tell you something. Yeah, the senior guys are, I mean, you know, you can't put a price tag on that. Oh, no. You no, absolutely, absolutely can't. not. What was for you? Uh, with your time on you, what, what's been the greatest accomplishment for you? Was it getting made or was it something else? Uh, I think getting on the job in general. Right. You know, it's, it's a great, great you answer. Know, I, rank and everything like that, it, as long as I'm on the truck, that, that's all I yeah. care about, you know, and having great guys to work with and, uh, you know, people that take it, you know, take the job and love the job and take a lot of pride in it. it that really means a lot. But, you know, as long as you work hard, show that you work and you, and you care. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's 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 huge. Just just that right there. Just caring enough about the job and about the people you work with to do the right thing every day when you're here. Absolutely. You know? Everyone's gonna have an off day. It's just just the way it is. But to be able to come here and, and put your best foot forward is gonna be the biggest thing. Absolutely. LT, I, I want to talk about this uh, this board and the reason we're, we have this background because this is awesome, man. Oh, thank you. You thank know, you. and uh, it's these things that you see in firehouses that that make it home. Yeah, it's. Uh... I'm new to this house. Uh, they shipped me out of headquarters, so I came in here. I always, you know, like the old classic uh, yeah. antique stuff. So I, I saw this; and it was in disarray. So I'm like, yeah, make something look, you know, pretty, yeah. it's you know, awesome. welcoming, and <laughs> it's pretty cool. Man. Thank you, thank you. So for you, in closing, uh, LT, what would you say this, you know, Salem Fire Department? What does it mean to you? And what would you say to the, your brothers and sisters about the job? I'd say, uh, to me, it, like I said, it was, this job's everything. It's, I live it every day of my life. Um, I'll say it, I go out spark fires, different areas, or you know, just to get little experience, or right. just to see what's going on, see if I can prove things, or because you also, you know, you're also an arts investigator, correct? Yes. Yeah, yes. So that, that's awesome, man. Yeah, I absolutely love doing that. Right, you know, right. Just trying to figure out, you know, what you need to do. To so, yeah, your job both feet are forward in, into this job. That's for Oh, sure. yes. I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, what would I tell the guys? You know, keep up the good work, be safe, and um, we got your back. Awesome. LT, it was great talking to you, brother. Pleasure to meet you. Honestly, Thank and, you. and thanks for having me in your house yeah. and, and your family. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Guys, we'll come back at you. We have a little bit more here for Salem and the Witch City.
welcome to the show. Thank you for having us. I appreciate it, man. Uh, first and foremost, thanks for bringing us into the kitchen because this is the coolest place in the house. This is where the problems get solved. <laughs> Check your feelings at the door. Well, tell everybody who you are. My name is Ray Krajewski. I've uh, been on the Salem Fire Department 28 years now. Oh, good for you, senior man. Yeah. I love it. Talk to me about this table, bro. Uh, you know, the, the pride of the company pride. You know, uh, the kitchen tables uh, uh, where we solve a lot of our problems. Uh, we hash out a lot of political debate, um, sports-related debates, fights, arguments, whatever you want to call them. It's all done here. And when you leave the room, it stays right here. And one of the big things is the company pride. You know, um, we, we, we live together, we break meals. We, you know, one of the biggest things is having a, a meal with your, with your men and sitting at the table, you know, we, we do a lot here. So this is the centerpiece of any firehouse culture, any family right here, this table. And guys take pride in the table. As you can see, our company pride, we're proud of Engine 5, we have it. You know, proud of our city, the Witch City. And some running battles with the other firehouses over whose table's better than whose, you know. Talk to me a little bit about, I mean, as a senior man, uh, you're a great guy to talk about this. Talk to me a little bit about uh, what which city means to you, bro, and his, his fire department. I mean, this is where I grew up. Um, you know, aside from a short, you know, I, I, I did a stint in the military and I, I, I left. But from a young age, you know, I, I knew that this was what I wanted to do. Um, I had an opportunity, you know, in college to, to play some college hockey, you know, uh, and, you know, some grades were involved, you know, and I just, I knew that at that time in my life, hockey, I mean, that college was not going to be the thing. And, and I always wanted to be a firefighter. And I had gone up to um, an air show at one of the, you know, an air base up in New Hampshire, Pease Air Force Base back in the day. And, you know, stopped in the firehouse and poked around and talked to those guys. I was starting to get to that age where I was about, you know, old enough to enlist. And I, I said, I think I want to do this. And, you know, by luck of God, I, I, I you know, passed everything. I got in. I, my scores were good. And I was able to get the job guaranteed before I left to go to boot camp. And I was a firefighter in the Air Force. And that's where it started. And I knew I had made the choice. I was, this is not going to be a job. This is going to be my life calling so to speak that's no. awesome so so off camera we talked about uh, a funeral detail that you'd went to and uh you know you stuffed a bunch of firemen in your yeah. car into your <laughs> wife's car and got them got them where they have to go i yeah. mean wouldn't you agree that uh the fire service is like no other when it comes to Ab brotherhood absolutely um one of the things that i really try to impress upon our younger guys is that Someone walks through that door and they say to you that they're on the job or they're affiliated with the fire service in some way, shape or form, embrace that. Especially being from a tourist town like we have here, we have people stopping from everywhere. They could be from New York City, you know, to some little town in, in, in Georgia. It doesn't matter. You know, firefighters are firefighter. We're all willing to do the same thing. Um, and we try to instill that in these guys is that, you know, listen, you, you've hit the lottery getting on this job. There's expectations on how you're expected to conduct yourself. And one of the things is, is that you know you, 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 you represent the brotherhood, the tradition, the sisterhood, the traditions of the fire service in a good light. And that means when someone comes through the door, you know, you show them the time of day. And I've anyone on the job probably sick of me hearing me say it, but I, that's just something I live by. Because you, you never know. I mean, I had a situation where I was out of state, my truck broke, I limped off the highway with a bad transmission, 
to a fire station. I'm like, beautiful, my people. And I stopped in and told them what was going on. And I had a two-year-old daughter at the time in my life. And I, I said, I blew my transmission. I got to get my truck towed back. And they had to stay for an hour and a half waiting for you know my mother-in-law to come pick them up. And my wife didn't even bat an eyelash at it because she knew that you know that they would take it and then you know I wanted to hear you know so how was it when I left she said they fed your daughter you know she goes it was just was, so she got to see it, see it for herself right so and, and how powerful that absolutely. is absolutely you know you you go home and you preach this stuff but then yep. for her to see it is big and, and she knows you know she's she spent more time sitting in cars while I'm off talking because you know I, I'm not known to talk a lot everyone on this department will disagree I probably <laughs> you know talk the most <laughs> but you know, they, they know that that's me and who I am. Right. And, you know, it could be a whole lot of other things, but I love what I do, you know. What I love today was, and I didn't know you, I, I literally just met you within seconds yeah. of meeting yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're you're trying to put the rig back in service from Catch and Run in another town. And, and uh, I didn't know you had 28 years on because yeah. I could not have told, I could never have told that from, you know, talking to you. I would have thought you were on a year yeah. from your enthusiasm and your excitement of being yeah. just catching work. It, but that speaks volumes uh, about you in the city. It's funny because you say that, like I had this conversation with one of the guys on the crew tonight, you know, about how, uh, you know, I, I, I did a stint um, as union president and I, I left this firehouse to go back downtown, the union offices down there and, you know, and I did it out of convenience because the guys I was working with, I didn't want to drag them in and out for every time I had a meeting or whatnot. And I was with a real good group of young guys that really loved the job. And I was at like 20 years on and it was hitting that kind of, eh, you know, and they rekindled that fire in me to how much I loved the job, you know, and how much I loved being on the ladder truck, you know, ladder work. I love that kind of work, you know. And they gave me that boost now that I can get to the finish line and I'm not worried about running out of fuel, man. I, you know, God willing, he lets me finish out, you know, without getting hurt or anything. I'm going to make it. And, and it's been a hell of a run. I really enjoy every minute of it. Brother, as a senior man uh, in the house and, and on the fire department in 20 years is a long time, you know, I believe that, you know, guys and girls should go to the senior man in the house before they go to the yeah. bosses. Um, Talk to me a little bit about that, and, and especially being a, a past union president, I'm sure you could talk about this further. Yeah. Um, how important is it for firefighters uh, to go to the senior men first before the bosses? It's good that you should say it. I, I, had a, I had a deputy chief that really believed in the senior man. So all of a sudden I was in that role and I really didn't expect it. And it was when I was union president. So I had 20 years and, and he came to me and he said, hey, come here. He goes, listen, the bosses got a lot of stuff they got to take care of, okay? The, the firefighter stuff, I need you to take care of, okay? So the rigs, the equipment, the station, that type of stuff got, it has to get done. I don't care how you do it, it just needs to be done. And if there's any issues, I'm going to come seek you out first. And I, I was like, okay, I got you, Depp, I appreciate it, you know? So I just sat with the guys, you know, I got them together and I said, hey, listen, you know, this is how this deputy chief likes things to be done. So we're men, let's do the work. Let's check the trucks, let's check the equipment, let's clean the station if anything's broken or missing in either the station or the trucks. It gets reported and we do our jobs and we're ready to do our jobs and they will leave us alone. They don't, 
necessarily, you know, it's ours to take care of. We're men, women. We, we you know, we can handle this on our own. And, and that's when it really clicked for me. I'm like, oh, wow, I've turned that corner. Now I'm that guy. But they respond, you know, the guys, like, they responded to it. I mean, you know, and being the senior guy, the, the things that they would do for me. No, no, we got this. You don't have to. No, 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 I'll pull my turn. No, 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 we got your watch. We'll take care. You know, it, it was a sign of respect. And it meant a lot to me because when I retire, God willing, you know, I get there, it's not going to be for me, whether you like me politically, you know, we might've had philosophical differences. We don't go out to dinner and drink beers together, you know, whatever the beer, but I do want the guys to say that he was a good fireman and he knew his job. And when these guys took that approach where we, they would cover my, my house watches for me, you know, to, so I could tend to union business or whatever. I mean, and they just, the stuff got done. It, it, it meant a lot to me that I must be doing my, my thing the right way because these guys get it. Yeah. And, and I did have a great group of guys, you know, and I hope that the guys that evolved me, you know, behind me and one of them's working tonight and I hope he takes that and runs with it too because now he's evolving into that role and he's the type of guy that needs to take in this to the next, you know, sustainability, take it further and, and present, you know, and, and take what you've learned from us to the next level because you're going to be there and hopefully they'll learn from you and they'll do it when it's their turn. Brother, what has this job done for you personally? What has it done for you? You know, I I can I think it, at the at the end of the day I can put my head on the pillow and know that I've done uh, you know I've put others before myself. Um, the satisfaction for me, like when you leave a call and someone says thank you and they genuinely mean thank you, that's payment in full. You, you, know, you know what I mean? You, you, there's nothing greater when they hug you and say thank you so much, you know. And you, all you did is you might have just shown up and and just helped carry some equipment in or out or whatever it is, but they generally appreciate, you know, your your being there. I, I kind of had a little back and forth with some of my friends in the police department, and I said, you know, 28 years, I've never got off the rig and been sworn at <laughs> or called a derogatory name. <laughs> for being there to help. Right. And that's, you know, for some people, I don't know if you can understand how that feels, but, you know, I, I take great pride in my work and the satisfaction of somebody just saying, hey, thank you, you really helped us out. And it might be even giving directions, something as simple as giving them directions to a location. Absolutely, yeah. You know, um, I do tell my family that you know, my sister was in the army. She was all around different places. I said, if you're never sure on something, go to the fire station if you need it, because if it's an electrician, there's probably one there. If you need a car worked on, they know what a mechanic. You know what I mean? Like with the it's jacks so of true, all yeah. trades, you know? Yeah, I, I joke at the firehouse. If there's anything ever wrong, you come and talk about it at the kitchen table. Someone, Absolutely. someone's an HVAC guy. You know, someone's done electrical work in their house, yeah. and, and you hope that they did the right thing. Yeah, <laughs> and they're giving you the right directions. But, but the firehouse is just an awesome place to be. Absolutely. So before I let you off the hot seat, talk to me about what you uh, expect from a brand new firefighter as as a senior man, and, and what are you saying to these firefighters as they walk in the door? What, what's your expectations? You know. When they come on, it's so overwhelming, I'm sure, because I remember my first day, and I, I still, like, this is the time of year I was in the fire academy. I started on September 3rd in 1994 with this fire department. Um, 
and I, you know, was like, wow, this is just, and some of the older senior guys and some of the officers were friends of my father. And my father said to me, you know, he goes, hey, those are my friends. Don't screw this up, work hard. And I knew what he meant, you know, like, you know, you know these, these are people that, and he knew how tight they were. I think for what I, you know, to, to your question um, is, I try to instill in them right out of the gate that, listen, there's a lot of good things that go along with this job. And there's a lot of things that you're going to see and do that are going to be horrific. One of the most important things is you need to be able to perform your job. You need to know what it is you're doing because there's other people that are counting on you, okay? You might not go to fires every single shift you're working, but when you do, you have to be able to perform your function because somebody else is relying on you. So if I'm on the knob and I'm laying on my belly and it is cooking and the guys don't get up and open up and vent the fire for me, you know what I mean? Because they, you know, they forgot the saw or they didn't know how to start the saw or whatever, whatever the, you know, or they don't charge the line because they didn't put the truck in drive. You know, those are things that happen. But they can't be happening out of just complete ignorance. I mean, rushing or something, yeah, we quickly change that. But, you know, you, you have to know your job. It's very important because people are relying on you. Absolutely. Every seat in that rig is dependable. Every guy on the fire scene, whether you have three, you know, or, or 33, needs to know their job. You Absolutely. Know, hands down. And, and that's something we've always taken good pride in is that you know we have a, rep, a decent reputation as being an aggressive fire department kind of fighting the fire from the inside out but that's because the guys pass along what they've learned you know and you have to be willing to learn i think the lieutenant said to you earlier sponge you know get all the training you can have a little humility no one's perfect we all make mistakes i mean you know i I had a you know shift last week where I drove most of the day and realized my helmet was still in my locker. You know I'm 53, so I can hike and you know blame it on that. Um, but you, you know you, you gotta be willing. Like if somebody says, "Hey, you know they're not doing it because they don't like you. They're trying to get you. You know you have a function. You gotta be able to do your job. And if there's an easier way or a better way." or you know give you options you can choose you, you know but at least you're, you're, you're taking a look at it and thinking about it absolutely you know well it was such a pleasure talking to you i'm glad you came in and, and i love i love this house it has a first of all this house has a lot of character for one yeah. two uh it's the men that are in this house that makes this house absolutely. so special and and i really do appreciate you a lot of department me. pride that's a good thing you know thanks a lot brother all right enjoy Thank you for listening to another episode of Pin the Q podcast brought to you by Pin the Q Productions. Visit us at www.pintheq.com.